show with I Can't Fight You. Jesus, Chris, why does it take you four songs to process video? I know, it's crazy, right, that I'm God taking all it. that time. You know, people are waiting for our scary talent, and you're over there processing video like some kind of a techie geek. Well, in the future, we'll do two songs, and I'll, I'll start bringing commercials in. Yeah. We can play a song, then we can go to like a three-minute commercial break, and then we can come back and play another song, maybe another commercial break, and then we'll come back. Would that be better? You're, you're such a you're such a um, ungiving cunt. I really am. And like, you know what? I'm, you give these people their entertainment for free. God damn it! You know what? These people can suck all upon my dick, <laughs> and a whole bag to go along with it. And a bag sideways, as Kid Rock put it in. Right. How to live. Suck my dick sideways. That's right. Suck it sideways, motherfuckers. <laughs> that is a good song, by the way. I love it. Like the message. Don't tell me how to live. Yeah. I like that. I do. All right. Uh, you passed this along to me yesterday and, and I, you know, got through reading part of it and, you know, within the first like two or three, uh, paragraphs, I became angry and outraged That's and right. flabbergasted, <laughs> and, yeah, disgusted and pissed and everything else. Yeah. I was, I was just angry. That's right. But if you're, if you're a fan of, uh, curb your enthusiasm at all. And, uh, I, I am not familiar with the ABC show, the Goldbergs. Do you watch that? I love it. It's one of my favorite, favorite shows on like free TV. Really? I, I really enjoy it. It's it. You would probably like it, although it's, I, I, would, I would probably like it. How do you watch ABC? Um, either do you watch Hulu or something I, or yeah, what? I think I watch it through Hulu, but I have a, I have a login. Where I can use for, for all apps and, you know, for like the ABC app or whatever, but okay, but you could probably, I think the Goldbergs was probably free on the ABC app. Actually. All right. Well, again, I, I don't, I don't typically watch commercial television, so yeah. I wasn't even aware of this show at all. You would probably dig it because it deals with it's, it's all based in the eighties and it's, it, it deals with how life was in the eighties. So okay. I mean, it's a fun show. It's not. It's not overly serious. It's not overly super well-written or anything. It's just fun. And, you know, the mom's fucking crazy. And Jeff Garland <laughs> kind of nutty, nutty as the dad. And okay. and the the daughter is hot. And, you know, she's got hot friends, which I like all that. All right. So, so when things were normal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> when things were just like normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's cool. I like all it. All right. All right, I, I've never seen it, but I'll I'll see if I could check into it somehow. Yeah, you 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 might dig it. You might not. It might be too because it is a bit family-ish. Okay, it is it is a little family friendly. I mean, they really don't do any fuck jokes or anything like that. It's definitely it's well, definitely, it is ABC after all. I don't imagine yeah. they'll be doing fuck jokes on ABC. Well, they could try. You know, they could try and walk up to the edge, but they they, they could do innuendo. Is that what yeah. you're saying? And they don't. All right. They definitely, definitely do not. Let's get wholesome comedy. Yeah, pretty much. For the whole fam damnly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, if you're if you're a fan of uh the Goldbergs, which I am not a 
familiar with or or um curb your enthusiasm which i am a huge fan of sure uh the uh the guy who plays uh larry david's um agent on uh curb your enthusiasm he goes by jeff green but he's comedian jeff garland Mm -hmm. apparently he has exited the goldberg's show well maybe he's saying he has not all right so he may have he may not have we don't know all right well let's just put it out this way rumor has it yeah that jeff garland will not be on the abc comedy the goldberg's anymore and if that's the case, cancel the show. All right. Well, I thought you said it was on its last. Uh, it is. It, it, it's it's going to be canceled anyway. But all right. But, but I mean, it's like nine years old or something. It's it's run its course. But dude, he's fucking hilarious on that show. Well, I mean, he he's a pretty good comedian, and he plays a great. Uh, you know, he plays a great comedic foil to Larry David on. Um, you on know, Curb enthusiasm. Yeah, he's great on Curb. Yeah. So, all right. Well, anyway, he got interviewed uh, about his rumored uh, exodus from the 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 Goldbergs TV show. Mm-hmm. And this this interviewer is such a douche. <laughs> and the 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 uh, what do you want to complaints against him are so today's everything is about fucking feelings mm-hmm. i'm so sick and tired of hearing about people's feelings yeah i don't give a fuck about anybody's feelings about anything yeah nothing nothing but anyway that's what everything it boils down to these days is this is how i feel about this Mm-hmm. Well, what's your rational thought about this? Well, rationally, this is how it is, but this is how I feel it should be. Yeah, it should be. I don't different. give a shit. Because I feel bad. Yeah. Shut up. Deal with it. Yeah. It seemed like a simple yes or no question. Had Jeff Garland been fired, so fired from the ABC comedy, The Goldbergs? ABC declined to comment when I began looking into the rumor a few weeks ago after a good deal of back and forth with Sony pictures, television, the studio that makes the long running family comedy, a spokesperson there would only say the well-being of our cast and crew is of utmost important to us. Politically correct, politically correct, politically correct. Yuck. This is an an employment matter, and it is being addressed by HR and production. I also repeatedly contacted Garland's PR person, who did not comment. Finally, Garland himself emailed me, and we ended up talking for over an hour the day before Thanksgiving. You got to give it to him. That's ballsy there. Well, that is ballsy, especially on a a holiday weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. But hey, good on him. He, he apparently felt like uh, I got nothing to hide. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. I mean, ultimately, he, he the gold look, the Goldbergs is at, is on its last legs anyway. It's it's probably done after this season anyhow. And he's he's the executive producer of fucking um Curb. Yeah. What the fuck does he care? And and 
regardless, has he been on all nine seasons of this Goldberg's thing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. In nine seasons, I'm sure he's made bank. Oh, he's made his bank. He's made his. He, that show's almost destined for syndication. You know, if, if it's not already in syndication somewhere. So he's going to make syndication bank. That's yeah, he, that's if he signed that kind of a deal. I'm sure he did. Well, I'm sure he did, but we don't know that. But regardless, uh, I mean, he's he's an old veteran. He didn't. He's not doing it for scale. No way. No way. He's he's doing it on the Ed O'Neill fucking train. Sure, of course. Everything's about syndication, and every show has to last five years. You know that's that's how I know that's how Ed O'Neill fucking books his his shows. Is he books it that he gets X amount. I read this somewhere that he books. If a show doesn't do five years, then he gets another bonus. <laughs> All right. And if it does do five years, then he gets X number of points from syndication or something. Well, Smart. Good on, good on Youngstown guy. Yeah. And don't, don't you think Jeff Garland, I mean, he's a 40 year vet, isn't he? Yeah. He's been around forever. Yeah. He's, he's got to be doing the same thing or something sure. similar. So what's in the cup, Mr. Egan? Coffee. You're drinking coffee at, at 2.30 a.m.? It's 2.30 a.m. In, in your mind. For <laughs> me, it's the middle of the afternoon since, I got right. the show, since I'll be putting the show together, the, the episodes for the week when, when we're done here. All right. I'm drinking whiskey, but uh, that's just me. I was going to get all fucked up tonight, but then I just didn't. I just yeah. You got a big old beer mug right next to you there, but you're, yeah. drinking, you're drinking coffee. Yeah, I well, I was gonna go and get. I was gonna do screwdrivers all night, and then I just fell asleep instead of going to get the orange juice. So, <laughs> so, uh, so is that David Ellison's coffee, or is this like store bought uh, off the shelf shit? This is Duncan. Duncan coffee. Yeah, I don't. I like the Duncan coffee. It's um, not as good as the Ellison brand, but it's okay. It's all right. Nice. I, I I'm good for a good cup of Duncan anytime. It's good all coffee. Right. All right. Getting back to the story. Yeah. Um, the conversation was intense, mm -hmm. but it was also a relief and extremely rare to be working on a complicated story <laughs> and have the subject of that story answer my uh, all of my questions that I had. So in other words, to him, to this, to this writer, this is something where he's got a big gotcha thing to... Well, he thinks he's got deep throat here on the line. <laughs> yeah, but to, but to Garland, it's not a big deal at all. To Jeff Garland, he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. I'll answer everything because I got nothing to fucking hide or be ashamed about. Yeah, of course. You know. According to the three former Goldberg employees I talked to, Garland, who plays the gruff but loving dad on the sitcom, allegedly engaged in a pattern of verbal and physical conduct on the set that made people uncomfortable oh, darn. this makes me uncomfortable oh. i'm looking at you chris and i'm saying that uh, you should sue that chair you're sitting on because apparently it makes you uncomfortable uh, it definitely does make me uncomfortable <laughs> do, do you think uh, you could sue the chair manufacturer because your chair is uncomfortable well i feel like they should have made me a better chair <laughs> all right um Let's see here. One of the sources said that uh, those behaviors did not make them feel uncomfortable personally, but that they were aware that the others found it demeaning and unprofessional. Mm -hmm. 
In addition to uh, using language some found inappropriate, sources said Garland would touch or hug people whether or not they were comfortable with the contact. As one source says, he got away with it because he would call himself out for it, saying he was a big teddy bear, saying things like, Oh, you know me, just a big old bowl of mush. I'm a hugger, and I just love you. Well, that all sounds terrifically awful. But that being said, nothing offensive, really, in this whole thing. So what? He hugged some people. Big deal. Uh, Asked if the overall culture of the Goldbergs was difficult or demeaning, especially for the women. The women all want uh, equal rights and shit, but but then again, they have to be protected until they get it. Right, exactly. You know, now when they get it, what they don't want, they don't want equal rights. They want what they want, and they want you to dumb down how you act with everybody to them. Well, again, it's all the benefits and none of the obligations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but they, you to, but they want us guys to change our behaviors for them. No, fuck you. You want to be equal? Well, that's how I am. That's the equal I'm willing to give you. I'm certainly willing to punch you in the face. <laughs> I certainly would be willing to have that equal, right? If they want to make that okay. Right. Cause the way, the way women talk to guys, you know, sometimes they should be punched in their fucking noggin. They really should be. And, and we don't because there's this unwritten rule that you can't punch a chick. Right. They certainly deserve it most of, not most of the time. I guess that's a little extreme, but there's there's moments that chicks deserve to be punched in the fucking face. I would agree with you. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, sources alleged to Vanity Fair that Garland's behavior contributed to that atmosphere. Sony would not comment because of the statement of above. Whatever happens with Garland, and he told me that he didn't expect the Goldbergs to last beyond this current season. In any case, he will stay busy. He's an actor and an executive producer on HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, which recently began its 11th season. Asked if he heard of any Goldbergs matter involving Garland and whether it affected his status on Curb, HBO declined to comment. Garland is also uh, in Damien Chazelle, upcoming film Babylon with Margot Robbie. She's a piece of ass. Mm-hmm. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, she's hot. Does daddy like what he sees? <laughs> and Brad Pitt, a Chicago native, Garland has worked for nearly four decades as a stand-up in his current tour. Use Me is intended to... Aid comedy clubs affected by the pandemic. In a conversation below, which has been edited and condensed, Garland talked about accountability, change in Hollywood, and alterations that he will and won't make in his own conduct going forward. So, straight up, this uh, author or this uh, interviewer asked, Were you fired from the Goldbergs? Mm-hmm. Jeff Garland says, No. I was not fired from the Goldbergs. I have not been fired from the Goldbergs at all. I heard that there was an incident on the set with you and a stand-in that that was both physical and verbal. 
I'm sorry for not laughing. There was no, nothing physical by any stretch of the imagination, and the verbal part was a joke that was completely missed because I like this guy. I like his wife. I worked with them for years. How I suddenly wake up one day and I don't like them? I don't get that. I will say the joke was missed, and I apologize to them. If someone missed a joke, that's unfortunate to me. I don't like it. Can you? Can you tell me what the joke was? No, you would have to see me do it. But when I say it was completely silly, it was, and it was misconstrued and there was nothing physical. Right. I've been trying to find out from Sony ABC and from various sources and other people what happened. Well, to be honest with you, there is no story. And I'm saying that in all sincerity, because that's the thing that has confused me. Even with Sony, we have a difference of opinion, Sony and myself. Okay, my opinion is I have my process about how I'm funny in terms of the scene and what I have to do. They feel that it makes for a, quote, unsafe workspace. Unsafe. 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 Yeah. What, has he got a bomb strapped to his chest or something? Apparently so, you know. You know those uns- those those safety considerations you have to have for telling a joke. Right. Shut up. Well, they've got the safe spaces over there. Everybody, they've mutated every fucking word into meaning something that's stupid. It is. Safe spaces and woke and all this shit. None of this shit makes any sense. It doesn't, especially when it when it really is not a tangible thing. It's just like, stop it. Stop it. You're hurling expletives at me. Stop it. And for fuck's sake, stop saying that they is a single person. It's not. They means plural. Right. They, more than one. Which I guess is what you're saying about their their genre, I guess. More than one chosen. Right. Right. But stop with the they. Stop with the they. Stop with the woke. Stop, Stop with the safe space. Stop with the safe. Shut up. They're fucking words. Suck it up. Toughen up, you fucking bitches. Right. Especially this fucking twat from Vanity Fair that wrote this article. (laughs) Rebecca, whatever her fucking name is. Yeah. Now, mind you, my silliness making an unsafe workspace, I don't understand how that is. And I'm on a comedy show. I'm always a kind of a, a kind of thought. I'm always a kind and thoughtful person. I make mistakes, sure, but my comedy is about easing people's pain. Why would I ever want to cause pain in anybody for a laugh? That's bullying. That's just uncalled for. Now, I hate this term. I've okay. heard this term and that that fucking raggedy Ann fucking bitch that, that is the quote-unquote the uh, White House uh, spoke secretary that Jen Psaki yeah. She uses this term a lot, aside from let's circle back. Okay. She said, there's a lot to unpack there. What are you unpacking? There's nothing to unpack there. Unpacking. I, I've heard this term so much in the last couple of years. It's just like, stop with the unpacking. What are you unpacking? The guy told a joke. The other guy didn't get it. There. Unpacked. Unpacked. Laundry all over the floor. Fucking that's it unpacking it's unpacked yeah there's a lot to unpack here Shut no, up. what what is there to unpack other than he made a joke that the other guy didn't get fuck off how about that unpack that 
Use two suitcases and a duffel bag for that, you fucking twat bag. Right. Let's unpack it. Fuck you, cunt. Was there recently an HR investigation of you because of what happened with the stand-in? Okay, there has been an HR investigation on me in the past three years. HR has come to me three years in a row for my behavior on the set. So what did they they bring to you? What did they bring to you? No. That's the question. What did That's they bring the to you? Yeah, meaning meaning what's the what's the charge? I, I understand what it means, but what a stupid what what a weird way to phrase that question. Well, she's trying every different way to get him to say what he said. Right. Trying to trick him. Right. I'm not going to go over it over it because I don't want to basically a lot of things that I disagree with that are silly. If I said something silly and offensive, I'm working at an insurance company. I think it's a different situation. If I, as the star of the show, demanded a gun range and on set, what, what, what a, what, <laughs> what a parallel to be made since, since this whole thing with the rust movie. Yeah, exactly. A, a gun range on the set. And I was firing guns every day and I was a little bit loose to me. That's an unsafe work in the atmosphere. Right. Now, do you think he intentionally said that? I do. Okay. I absolutely think that he, I think he's, he's so annoyed by this fucking twat bag trying to get him. That's why he reached out himself. And I think he's perfectly happy to send all kinds of mixed signals here. Yeah. Well, well again, I, I got the parallel there that he was just like, now, if I had a gun range on the set, that <laughs> might be an unsafe work situation. Which, how funny is that to just go for it with the, the biggest thing in Hollywood right now is the Alec Baldwin thing. Well, of course. So he goes for that. That's, that's hilarious to me. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Which makes it funny. I agree. And again, he's a comedian. And how many people got that? Do you think? Probably, probably none because it's in a fucking leftist magazine like Vanity Fair. Right. They're all like, oh, this fucking asshole. How could he say such a thing with a, at a time when Hollywood is just, you know, reeling, reeling, shaken to its core from this <laughs> unbelievable damage. reeling and shaken to its core over the uh, mishap that took place. <laughs> The mishap that happens when you allow guns to be legal. Right. Shut it. If I threaten people, that's an unsafe work atmosphere. None of that goes on ever with me. That's not who I am. I'm sorry to tell you that there's really is no big story unless you want to do a story about political correctness. Yeah, see, he's, he's smashing her. Yeah. That's what I like. He's yeah. just smashing her. Yeah. I'm not bringing guns on the set and threatening people's lives. No. I'm using words that go, oh, he said faggot. He said <laughs> faggot. He gave a girl a hug. How could he do that? He, he violated her personal space. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez, oh, man. Shut up. I talked to multiple people who have worked on the Goldbergs who said that they felt, felt, feel, felt demeaned and disrespected multiple times by language oh, you on the set and by some of your physical actions. Shut what, did he whip his cock out and say, suck this bitch? 
No, he said they both acknowledged it at the beginning. He gave he gave them inappropriate hugs or or not asked for hugs. Is oh, really it's okay. not even inappropriate hugs. So, so, he, so he wasn't swinging his dick around or anything no. like that. Are you sure about that, Chris? Dude, he's one of you know what it is. He's one of these dudes, and 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 I'm gonna be honest. I hate when dudes are like this, but you know as well as I do, there are dudes that every time they see you, they're hugging up on you. Well, dude, I when when I, well when when I was a young kid, mm-hmm. my my dad was associated with my dad worked for a company called Cooper Jared. It was a trucking company, mm-hmm. and there was a GMC truck dealer yeah. that that the company worked with out of Youngstown called Cerny Motors. They're still yeah. in business today. Okay. And and he had a friendship with the uh, owner of the company. His name was Charlie Cerny. Okay. And he was one of these guys. He was kind of like, um, what what is that guy's, that actor's name that uh, he was on, um, what is it, back to school? And he was in, I think he was in The Godfather and he was in the Pulp of Greenwich Village. Kind of a, kind of a he was also in one of the rocky movies oh the 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 like um what's her name adrian's brother yeah something like that that guy his name adrian's brother rocky his name is burt young yeah that's him so so this guy was a burt young guy you know had a had a cigar in his hand just kind of a big roly-poly guy and every time you'd see the guy, he'd come up and uh, come over here, you little fucking guy, you know, and he'd kind of give you the arm around, you know, kind of like what uh, the guy from, uh, uh, what was that guy, uh, Big Daddy Rich? Oh, yeah, from Texas Hippie Coalition. Yeah, what he did to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, come, on, come over here. Come here. Give me a hug, you know, that kind of a guy, you know. He was just one of those guys, you know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think of that as like, oh, you're violating my space. Oh, of course you know, not. He was just like, come over here, you feel, you know, give, give you the noogie in the head, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And he, that's how he was, you know. He was just like a big roly-poly guy and just very energetic. And yeah. that's Charlie Cerny was his name. Okay. You know, and, and you just accepted him because that's how he was. He mm-hmm. was just kind of a big teddy bear guy. And every time, every time you'd see him, he'd come over here, come over here, give me a big hug, you know? And, and that's just how they are. Yeah. I mean, and and it's not a bad, it's not a bad, bad deal. If like the, I forget the girl's name that plays Bria on the, on that show, but she's like the girlfriend of like the youngest kid, but in real life, she's like 20 and fucking smoking fucking hot. (laughs) Now, if, if Jeff Garland was going up to her and giving her a hug and a good slap on the ass. That's one thing. But if he's just giving her a hug and saying, hey, good to see you, you know, whatever. Welcome back to the set or whatever. Who gives a shit? Right. And if you feel scared about that, you don't deserve to be in society, let alone making fucking $200,000 an episode on the Goldbergs or whatever you make. Sure. Jeez. Um, so anyway, the question is, I've talked to multiple people who have worked on the Goldbergs who said that they felt demeaned and disrespected, that disrespected multiple times by language used on the set and by some of your physical actions. Jeff says, I got to be honest with you. I don't know how to respond to that because as a comedian, if somebody is offended, 
by what I say, all I can say is I'm sorry, okay? I have never physically come at anyone for any reason so that I find terribly confusing and untrue. Look, I've discussed this with the main crew, the camera department, the sound department, the lighting department, and all these people have worked on my own movie. I did a movie for Netflix called Handsome. Never had any problems. There was nothing. So whoever it is that feels this way has it out for me. That's my true belief. I would never physically put myself uh, to someone, and I would never hatefully say something to anyone. Right. I've talked to people who said that they that you touched them and you hugged them and they didn't want that contact from you and you were putting the onus on them to speak up. Yeah. So what? <laughs> if you can't say, hey dude, don't give don't hug me like that next yeah, time. Like, hey, dude, I'm not into the hugging, okay? Yeah. You know, then if you can't say that, then you should get those fucking hugs. And you should be uncomfortable. Fucking step up. Stop being such a fucking puss. Jesus. Again, I got to be honest with you. I'm a person who hugs for sure, and it's a quick hug. I don't realize that anyone was feeling. So if you want to write that story, that's a true story. It puts the onus on them to say something, and I would gladly respect anyone who said, please don't hug me. I I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Do you understand that you have the power because you're the star and they have no power? Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. They certainly have no power if you don't even if you don't even have the balls to acknowledge that you don't like it. Would you stop using balls? That's so manly and aggressive. I I won't. (laughs) I won't, Hannah. Fucking suck it up. (laughs) By the way. I just said, yes, yes, I completely agree with you. That's why they go to HR, because they feel like they can't. Well, why wouldn't they go to their department head? But there's this thing I want to point out to you. I don't want to make anyone feel bad. So I agree with that. If I hug someone and they feel uncomfortable from it, they have every right to to even go to HR. But HR has never said a word to me about hugs, just so we're clear on that. I've done a lot of stories about the industry, about people who feel powerless and who feel like they're not in a profession, an appropriate workplace, and so on. Garland says, by the way, I feel, by the way, I agree with that. Having been in this business for 39 years, I've seen a lot of it. I'm direct. Before HR is called in, I say, that won't do here. You cannot treat people that way. You cannot do that. So I understand your whole premise of hugging. I was completely unaware. And so I agree with you. If I'm making somebody feel bad because of that, they feel uncomfortable. That is wrong. So he's basically saying, yeah, so what? All right. Okay. I'm sorry. If you feel uncomfortable, just say, Hey man, I don't, I don't want to be hugged. Okay. The next time I see, you, I'll just pat you on the shoulder or whatever. I won't, I'll, I'll wave at you from a distance. Right. Jeez, people are weak these days. I know. There appears to be a pattern of you saying things on the set that make people feel uncomfortable. See you again. How many times is feel in this article? Every other sentence. Yeah. How many people feel uncomfortable and demeaned? 
Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Okay, now as a comedian and an irreverent one, you know, by the way, for your research, please watch my stand-up special on Netflix because that's who I am as a man. Right. And I don't go dirty. So if anyone is upset that I say anything nonsensical that has dirty words in it, I apologize. See, he shouldn't say that. Yeah, you should not apologize. By the way, HR could come to me and go, here's the reason why they don't want you to say this or talk this way. I could understand it more, but I don't buy into that blanket. We all have to be the same, you know? Uh, well, Jeff, that's somebody's workplace. I understand that. It doesn't matter if an insurance office or a pizza parlor or a television set or a film set, that is someone's workplace. I actually agree with you, but you clearly have an agenda, which I'm seeing from the way you talk. See? Okay. So your agenda, it's just that we think differently. That's all. So if you want to go to town on me in an article because I say inappropriate, silly things on set, I actually admit that I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay. So he's, dude, he's just basically saying tough shit. No, he's saying that I get what you're trying to frame me as. And if that's what you're trying to frame me as, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Have at it. Because he doesn't care. Right. That's what he's basically saying. He's he's like, I don't give a shit what you write about me. <laughs> Here, I'll give you the interview, and and I don't care what you write about it. So hold on. Every time this fucking person tries to put it back him into a corner, he points it out again and again and again. That's what he keeps doing. He keeps well, he, he keeps saying, I see what you're doing here. Yeah. He's pointing it out over and over and over, which I love that. Yeah. Something just standing up for himself for a fucking change. Exactly. Well, I think at this point in his career, it's like, what do I got to lose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the writer says, my agenda is to ask some questions of you. You said the last three years, including this year, HR has come to you. Jeff says, it's always the same thing. It's about me and my silliness on set. They don't think it's appropriate. I do. I do. That's where we're at. I've not been fired because of it. We just think differently. Now, when I'm at Curb, your enthusiasm, for example, if I'm not doing the things that we're talking about, Larry David or a cameraman, the producer, who's a woman, lots of people come up to me and ask me if I'm okay. I need to do what I need to do to keep my energy up and do what I do. So I don't know what to say to me. If you're a stand-in on a show and you don't like the content of the behavior, if someone's going after you, that's different. But in terms of in general, well, then by God, quit. Go somewhere else. Bingo. Yeah. You don't like it? Fuck you. This is the no, game. Oh, you need to bend to me. No, you don't. You really don't. So the writer says, just to be clear, the stand-in has never communicated with me. Well, okay, but I'm just saying there was a joke that I did to the stand-in. The point is, I don't know who you're speaking to. It's all mysterious. HR is mysterious. I'm not a person who gets back at anybody. In my world, I wish that somebody would either have gone to the producers of the show or just come to me and go, 
I'm not comfortable with you hugging me. And I would have respected the fuck out of that. I'm respectful of what anybody wants to be called. I'm respectful of people, but you got to step up. And I'm not respectful of generalizations of me offending someone. Good. I look at (laughs) I look at my job as now I get other things out of it. Don't get me wrong, but my job is to ease people's pain. That's truly my job. And the idea that I would bring somebody pain makes me terribly sad. The writer says, I'm truly trying to understand something here. And I want to get a question out. It might be slightly long question. And I'll tell you when I'm done with the question. Okay, good. You got it. I'm just going to sit here and listen. The power dynamics in Hollywood are very skewed. So yeah. people, this this is what that what's that uh, supposed comedian's name? Uh, Hannah Gadsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a Hannah Gadsby question. Of course. A little more now than they used to. We'll go to HR or some channel like that to say, "I feel the mean." I feel this is inappropriate. This is not something I'm comfortable with. But I'm trying to understand, is that what people have repeatedly gone to HR who have indicated to me that they don't feel respect? Jesus Christ. I know. Feel, 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 feel. Mm-hmm. But when uh, HR comes to you, you say, I'm going to say what I say and do what I do on set in terms of my language. Yet to me, you're saying, but I respect everyone. Those two things don't quite add up for me. They most certainly do. Not done yet. Jeff, sit there and just listen to me bloviate, will you? (laughs) The people are going to HR because they do not feel, Jesus Christ, feel, I bet you, used in this article over 100 times. I know, it's crazy. They are getting respect. So do you square with that telling me that you respect people when people are going through these channels because they don't feel respected? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, well, here's the thing. When I say I respect people, it's like, let me know what you want me to be, what you want to be called. Let me know what your boundaries are and I will honor them. I don't do general boundaries except for common decency. Other than that, I don't. I'm a comedian, and I'm sorry, but boundaries are meant to be broken. That being said, if it's really a personal situation, it needs to be taken care of. I agree with that. They don't see it as silly, Jeff. They see it as sexist. Too bad. Too bad. Look. Here and Jeff Jeff Garland is is definitely handling this person better than than I would or most people would, but the reality is this: he's the fucking star of the show. He and and there's like five five people: the family, the Goldberg family, the the people that play the Goldberg family. They're the fucking stars of the show. If you ain't one of them, then shut the fuck up and do the job or don't work there. End of story. Stop with all this feel bullshit. Nobody, nobody needs to make you feel good because ultimately you don't matter to the fucking show. Yeah. You're just, you're just a worker. You're just a, you're, you're no different than the janitor and nobody's going to the janitor and asking him if he feels okay with sweeping the floor. So shut the fuck up. God damn. 
They don't see it as silly, Jeff. They see it as sexist. Okay. Well, by the way, let's jump on that. I'm a man who has immense respect for women. I have very close women friends. I respect, excuse my language, the fuck out of women. <laughs> women <laughs> deserve respect. And I've seen over the years in Hollywood being women being disrespected. But I don't walk up to a woman and make a comment about their body. I don't walk up to them and say, oh, you're so beautiful today. I don't walk up to them and say, boy, if I was younger, those are creepy, inappropriate things. I love the term woke. I think woke is good. I think enlightenment is good. I'm all good with all that. And I do agree. There's a power dynamic at work in Hollywood. But there's also, you're in stand-up. I work my ass off to be a star of the show. So you have every right not to uh, be treated poorly, but you don't have every right to dictate my behavior. If it has nothing to do with you based on what it feels like, that's just my opinion, and that's what I'm doing here. Huh? Dude, I agree with him a thousand percent on this. Yeah. Other than appreciating being woke, that part I could never stand behind. Well, I, I, I think I think that was obligatory. Yeah, I, I think so too. But don't say it. Don't cave into these fucking power suck fuck faces. Right. Don't ever give them even an inch that they don't deserve, and they don't deserve that. Fuck. Fuck being woke. Being woke <laughs> is being lame. Yeah. Are you trying to exit the Goldbergs now? No, I'm not trying to do anything. We're trying to come to a place where we come to an agreement. Either I can behave the way they want or not. We'll see, but I'm not being fired and I've not been fired. We're in the middle of talking about what we're going to do, but there will be, there will not be a firing. I will work more on the Goldbergs just to let you know. I'm in contact with Sony. I will be shooting more days on the show. When I do shoot more days just to make it go smooth, I will not be doing any of my silly stuff or anything out of respect. I'm just going to keep it on the QT because you know why? They're my bosses and they have every right to have the set to be, to be the way that they want it to be. Yeah. I, under, I understand. I think a lot of times there were difference. Let's see where the difference falls is who determines what is silly and what is serious, serious. I completely concur with you. It is a big bowl of who determines it's definitely gray, but we have to see it from the big picture in terms of that's how I'm funny on camera. I've only had a negative experience with my behavior on the gold. I've never had a, I've only had a negative experience with my behavior on the Goldbergs. I've never had it before or since I've worked for Disney. I work for every studio in town. If I ever, if I ever, let's see, if I have ever a unified theory of Hollywood, it's that very few people have real power and that the people with the real power often misuse and abuse their power to punish anyone that speaks up at any point about anything. Who's talking about Jeffrey Weinstein? Yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, I'm obsessed with blacks listing and have been from the days of the blacklist and everything you just said. I agree with that. And people I'm often speaking to are the younger people, the people coming up in the industry. I've talked to people where someone in a position like yours has done everything they can do to destroy their mental health and their career. (laughs) If someone has done this, they they need to be outed. They need to be told, get the fuck out of here because it's wildly inappropriate. This, this person doing the interview is obviously referencing Weinstein. Of course. Yeah. That, that's the, that, in the corner with him. Right. You're old school. You're probably on the Weinstein, you know, couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they aren't. They often get protected. Well, look, for me personally, when I'm at uh, where I'm at in my career, that's where I'm amused that Vanity Fair would be interested I have some level of power. I'm successful, but outside of that, I'm not a power broker in this town. I'm not one of the people with power. Yes, I have I have a degree of power on the Goldbergs, but if I had any more power, I'd make a different show. I'd make it more like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, I mean, you don't know the show. I know the show. He's... As far as star power goes on the show, yeah, he's probably fifth or sixth because the the kid is the big star. The the kid that plays Adam Goldberg is the biggest star, and then his brother, then the mother, then the sister, and then him. So fifth, he's fifth on the on the wheel. Okay, you know he he's not bigger than that. So. So to say he's a power broker on that show, come on. It's ridiculous. I agree. Uh, multi Multiple people have told me that the overall culture at the Goldbergs has been one where it is fairly common for people, especially women, to feel disrespected and demeaned. And those people told me that you contribute to that. And I just wanted to give you a chance to address that. Yeah, and his answer is, I don't need to address it. That's his answer. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I want to address it. I like that. So from my point of view, I never saw a director, a producer, anyone with any power whatsoever be disrespectful to a woman. If I ever saw that, I would take that a person aside and go, what you just did is wildly inappropriate. And who's ever feeling that way, I'm not going to deny their feelings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But from their perspective, I have not seen it. As a matter of fact, I'll go on record and say my experience on the Goldbergs has been mostly lovely, that it's the most wonderful set to be on and everyone gets along great and everyone treats each other with respect and kindness. So for me, I never saw any of that. Now, I'm in a middle-aged white man, which is not a popular thing right now. So maybe this was going on, and it was my ignorance that I did not see it. First of all, don't don't lower yourself that you could possibly be a problem. You're not. And second of all, if, if he truly was doing something bad, like tapping some chick's ass or grabbing a tit or whatever... He would have long since been fired. He's a fucking older white guy. He would have been fired. 
right. the fact that they've had a complaint that didn't fire him means that he didn't do anything. Right. It, it was, as it always is, it was some oversensitive douche fucking filing a claim that HR looked into and said, yeah, we're not firing him over this. Fuck off. You know, so just stop. Just stop, Vanity Fair. This is ridiculous. Right. Again, uh, again, this is how, how many times have we said the word feeling? A, a thousand. <laughs> I have a question that you might not like. Multiple people have told me that you sent a text to a call, uh, Goldberg's colleague in which you said that, uh, they shouldn't come to the next table read, not wearing a lot of clothes. <laughs> so he likes tits. First of all, I never wrote those words and I don't remember, but I might've said, I'm summarizing what it said. But it had nothing to do with someone being a woman, and it was not to do with being sexual. It had to do with being uh, probably like, wouldn't that be shocking? It had nothing to do with that. Mm. How do you think someone would feel about a kid had text like that? Well, I can't take it. Jesus I, I, I want you to stop reading just because I don't want to hear the word feel anymore. I know. Well, so if someone received a text like that and they didn't understand the context in which it was said, they could easily go, what the fuck? I get that. But know that I didn't write those words and I'd like to see the text and who it was sent to. But everything that I write like that is about joking. I'm respectful of women and women's bodies. Jesus Christ, women's bodies. And I don't make jokes about that because I don't find it funny. So you never sent a text to a Goldberg uh, colleague saying that you should go to the next table reading wearing only panties? Mm. To my knowledge, no. But I, for, if I wrote something like that, it had to do something that was going on and it wasn't anything sexual. Yeah, there's no way. I'm talking about 100% no way because I don't talk like that. I don't. Now that I have... Now that now have I had said stuff jokingly, you bet, but not joking where the underlying thing was something sexual. It would have been just silly. Yeah. Well, and, and, and more to the point, if, if he had done this, this would be part of the article. Yeah, of course, because the text would have been made public and all that. Yeah. Cause that would have been the gotcha moment for the, for this fucking writer. Right. But they didn't do it because it doesn't exist. Idiots. Well, this this article goes on and on and on. Yeah, I, you 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 hit the crux of it. It's yeah. She did, and it's a big circle. It's a big circle jerk trying to get to the trying to get to him admitting something that he's not going to admit to because he didn't do it. Right. So this, this boils down. Do you think Sony is going to fire you? No, I do not. But you know what? We'll see what happens. Yeah. And in the end, what does he care? He's got curb. Yeah. Good on him. I'm glad. I'm glad it's working in the right way for somebody. Right. Well, again, he's just standing his ground. That's the yeah. whole thing. And good for him though. I mean, mo dude, most people, 99% of the fucking Hollywood douchebags would have hid behind their publicist. And you know that's true. 
Yeah, of course. And he didn't. He fucking stood up. Good on him. So, uh, you know, the the interesting thing is that he actually reached out yeah. and and contacted this person and said, "Yeah, let's let's go at it." Mhm. And and talk to this person according, you know, to them. Right. For, for over an hour. Mhm. And you know, he stood in there cuz that article is twice as long as what I read. Yeah. I know it's good. It just goes on forever. It, it, it's a long thing, but he just, just sort of just stood in there and said, yeah, I did this. I didn't do that. It's just like, that's, you know, the, the, this is how that happened. This is how this transpired, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's just stupid. I wonder if the reason they left it so long was to try to make it subconsciously feel like he's trying, you know, to defend himself for something he did. So he's going out of his way to defend himself. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wonder if that's why they, cause there's no reason for this article to be this long. You know, there's no reason for it. Other than they're trying their damnedest to make Jeff Garland look guilty. Well, again, you're, you're a white male. You're powerful. Huh. What, what is that supposed comedian's name again? Hannah Gadsby. Yeah. It's Anna Gadsby say, see, this is the upper echelon of power in this, in this world. Yeah, it's cool. these, these white males. They call all the shots, whatever. Go away. Hysterical woman. Right. Jeez. But that's, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I guess so. Just pathetic. Yeah. So again, it's trying to make that point. Right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the show. I think so. I think we're done. I think we're done. I think, uh, probably in light of that article that we just, uh, read, mm-hmm. I think the best way to end the show is probably, uh, with kid rocks new song. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I think it's very appropriate for this, uh, this, you know, particular subject matter. Sure. Why not? And, uh, it really encapsulates all of it. It's just like, yeah, fuck you. Yep. Exactly. What a cock smoker <laughs> to put it in Jay and silent Bob terms yeah. and put it in kid rock terms. Suck my dick sideways. Exactly. All right. We appreciate everybody who's tuned in and been a part of the show. Uh, we want to, uh, thank our new, uh, acquaintance, uh, Terry glaze, yeah. uh, for checking in and hanging out with us a little bit tonight and, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate what he does and i know uh he seemed to enjoy his time here on the show so yeah. uh thank you terry yep and uh we hope to talk to you again but uh we're gonna get out of here we'll be back next saturday once again and we'll do this all over again so uh everybody have a safe and enjoyable weekend so this is neely along with my very good friend chris egan we're gone bye kids see ya Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. 
Fuck you, pal. And hand 